Welcome to our latest series in Boss Big Corner with our newest partnership with Algonquin College. Being an Algonquin College Pembroke alumni myself, I am pleased to partner with Algonquin College Pembroke Waterfront Campus, featuring alumni who went back to school and are now excelling in different industries. Get a glimpse into what programs the college all offers, what former students' college experiences were like, how a specific program led to landing their dream job, and why you too should consider a career at this post-secondary institution. Let's dive in and hear how these successful alumni are making some incredible moves in their careers. Welcome to Boss Babe Corner, meets Algonquin College, Pembroke Waterfront Campus. Hi everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner meets Algonquin College, Pembroke Waterfront Campus. So Algonquin College's business grad with honors, Laura McKinnon, had her eyes set on working in administration and possibly expanding on her baking business, not thinking that she herself would ever become the successful business owner of a well-known CrossFit gym in Pembroke that is inspiring its members to get strong, feel confident, and take their fitness routine to the next level. So in this episode, Laura shares how she and her husband and business partner, Kevin, opened Valley Apex Training Grounds, a local Pembroke gym that is more of a supportive and inclusive community that helps and encourages everyone to achieve their fitness goals. Laura shares how she left her job at the County of Renfrew to pursue entrepreneurship full-time in 2021, how Laura, Kevin, and their team of coaches continually educate the public on what CrossFit is to entice people to want to commit to this type of fitness environment versus going to a regular gym, the importance of balance, taking breaks, and unplugging from work and the socials, an important conversation that I think we need to continue having, and of course, the power of a positive and encouraging community. So please welcome Laura McKinnon. We are welcoming Laura McKinnon from Valley Apex Training Grounds in, let me guess actually, Laura, is it in the Ancient Valley or is it is it in Pembroke? Uh, it's just, it's in Pembroke, right on the borderline Laurentian Valley in Pembroke. Okay. And did I say the name right? Because I literally looked at this and I was like, Valley Apex. I'm pretty sure this is how I pronounce it, but I'm sure you get this all the time. Yeah. Valley Apex. That's uh, Valley Apex Training Grounds is like our full name. But yeah, well, we can chat about all the different uh, business levels we've got under Valley Apex. <laughs> yeah. So Laura, you are a big fitness buff. I used to be. I miss going to the gym. Once I had kids, not that that's any excuse. I just like stick to a lot of walks and um, try to go up and down as many hills as I can with the wagon to get my workout in. And uh, <laughs> But I do miss the gym. And when I see all of my friends and familiar faces at your CrossFit, I am literally like, I need to get my butt out there. Like even six o'clock in the morning, but my day usually starts around 536 because I've got some, I've got two early risers. But when did you first get into fitness? I grew up playing hockey uh, my whole entire life and that I was grew up very athletic. So um, my brother played hockey. So I just followed along with him and played hockey until I was about, I think even into my twenties, I still played a little bit. I don't play anymore, but so that was like my first growing up. I was right into sports. I was into sports. I wasn't into fitness. Like if you would have asked me to train for hockey off ice, I would not have done it. Like it was very much hockey. Um, so then I ended up having an injury uh, when I turned 18 that basically uh, sidelined me and my goals for going forward. Um, and I was, I broke my leg. I couldn't do anything for quite some time. So uh, after I was healed, I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to start running half marathons. So I ended up starting running half marathons because I was like, after hockey, I was like, what do I do? 
especially for women, there's nothing for us if we don't pursue school or anything. It's just kind of unfortunate. This is the way it is. But um, so I started running half marathons and then I ended up talking to my mom into starting CrossFit with me. Literally, I think we're going on 10 years now. So we walked into uh, a CrossFit gym in Pembroke 10 years ago together because we were both horrified at the time to go. Um, so I wanted to get stronger running. So we went into CrossFit and stopped running the suffering half marathons and then just started slowly doing CrossFit and having the athletic background. Um, it led me to keep pursuing, um, sport and CrossFit. So I've always been active, but in the last 10 years, that's when it really started to take off. And it was just to get stronger when I was running and then just to be stronger and have muscles. Ultimately, I just wanted to I just wanted to have muscles and be strong. So it's been uh, it's been a really fun journey. So about 10 years ago. So what gym was that? Because I didn't know that we've had a CrossFit gym here 10 years ago. Oh my gosh, right? So actually, um, one of my coaches now, Brad Gibson, he, him and um, Tyler had owned Pembroke CrossFit. So this was over on Trafalgar Road. So literally um, behind Yanta Cycle. Uh, it was like the smallest little gym, but CrossFit 10 years ago to CrossFit now is so, so different. So it's been like a crazy, like it's been evolving so much, but um, so yeah. So anyway, so now Brad coaches for me. So like full circle moment. So that was the CrossFit gym 10 years ago that we walked into. Okay. See, this is so interesting though. Cause I mean, like I'm, I'm a born and raised Valley girl, Laura. And so like, you'd think I'd know this stuff, but I also didn't realize though, when I had another girl on the podcast talking about like the Pembroke curling club and I'm like, we have that. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what? We get that a lot. Like, especially, um, CrossFit, we get that a lot. People are like, wait, there's Valley Apex is in Pembroke. I've never heard of it. <laughs> so That's common. <laughs> And you're like, well, that's what I'm doing, you know, just building the brand, building awareness. And you know what? A lot more people are going to learn about it from OB Boss Babe. So here we are. <laughs> so Laura, what is CrossFit? Give us like a little breakdown of exactly what it is. So CrossFit is high intensity functional fitness, just executed. Um, so executed high intensity. So basically it's for everybody. So the biggest thing I get said to me is, oh, I don't want to do what you're doing, or I got to get fit before coming into CrossFit, which is actually like the complete opposite. Like when I walked into CrossFit and when my members walk into CrossFit, they're mostly coming to me with absolutely no idea anything. So even when I did, like I couldn't even squat my body weight, right? So obviously now that's not the case. So that's the fun thing about CrossFit is anyone can walk in the door any age we can have like two-year-olds we can have two-year-olds are obviously more games but we can have like 80 year olds doing crossfit uh, and we're all going to do the same class we're just going to do different movements so um the best part like i like to think of it as like we're training for life so you know like you're picking up your kids you're picking up your dog you're picking up the dog food out of your cart you're bending down to pick something up you're reaching overhead that's what we're doing we're picking up weights off the floor you know we're getting stronger overhead core strength is stronger so literally even doing stairs becomes easier um just going for walks becomes easier so we train for life as opposed to like just isolating certain muscles we train to be fit outside of the gym and be strong for family um, but yeah, CrossFit's for absolutely everybody. And I don't, I don't think people understand that it is. It doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter how, uh, if you've never worked out before. I see people go from absolutely 
not being able to get out of bed to back squatting 200 pounds. So it's, it's super cool. I've seen it. And one of the things I really love, Laura, is actually like seeing the success stories, especially people that, you know, weren't regular fitness and gym goers and just seeing like their strength evolve and being able to accomplish something, hit those PRs. Am I right? PRs? <laughs> yeah, PRs. Yeah. I literally, I cry all the time. I'm not, I'm not like a big crier, but when I see somebody like, so for example, if you were on our, on our social, on our Instagram page a few weeks ago, we had a few, me- two members leave. That's like the one part of CrossFit is we become like this little family community. Uh, we spend a lot of time together. Um, so Caitlin and Jason, they actually both left like at the same time, probably saw those stories I put out there. But um, I remember when Caitlin walked into the gym, she was, uh, she loved watching CrossFit and just like wished she could do what we were all doing and in her head she's like I'll never be able to do this I'll never be able to do this and then fast forward to this year she walked back into the gym and she lost so much weight and she was just now I when she was leaving she like rode one of the fastest times in the gym and then same with Jason like Jason was someone who couldn't even lay up out of bed um without pain or without assistance and as he's going down uh as he's moving away he's like he's back squatting these, all these reps, he's doing pull-ups, he's doing sit-ups without pain. And it's just, for me, it's so motivating and so inspiring that, you know, I have the opportunity to change these people's lives and they're, they're doing it themselves. Right. And I I think people need to understand CrossFit is like, we can literally change your life and your health. If you give us just a little bit of consistency and then just trust, um, we see, I see it all the time. I, we literally are seeing people go from zero, like nothing being so stagnant to absolutely just doing things that they never thought of. So I think that's been like the coolest part that I never understood I'd have that capacity to do. So it's been, it's been super cool. Here's how I see that. It's like, trust the process, remain consistent and lean on your community. And that's what you guys do. hundred percent. And like I said, if somebody can just give me a little bit of consistency, like two to three times a week, they literally can change their life. Um, it's it's so inspiring. And this is happening all across the world. So there's like 15,000 affiliates across the world. Um, and we're all, that's our, all of our focus, right? Is just getting an everyday person into the gym, just moving uh, and moving for their body type, right? Like how I move and how you move aren't going to be the same. So we understand that, right? And we move you safely and through what you're capable of. So we can scale the workouts, right, to everything. Again, like going back to whatever, doesn't matter how old you are. If you're 50 years old, if you're 70 years old, if you're 15 years old, we all work together, which, um, but yeah. So coming back to community and stuff, being there with your friends now, none of us knew each other before CrossFit. And now it's like, okay, now you're hanging out with your friends outside outside of class and then you're motivating each other in class to to lift more or to push a little harder today. And, you know, I see a lot of people have bad days at work and then they show up for their one hour of class and then it's just their whole energy and vibe has just completely changed. So it's great. All right, Laura, I want to kind of get into the business aspect of things first. So you graduated with honors from the business program at Algonquin College in Pembroke. So when you were looking at different programs to take in college, why did you decide to pursue business? So biggest thing for me was it was close to home. <laughs> I've never left Pembroke. I grew up here and I, and I never left. Um, so the biggest thing for me was it was close to home. So 
um at the time actually completely opposite what we're doing now I used to just make like wedding cupcakes wedding cakes cute little cakes for birthday parties it was a very very side job type like fun thing um and I was like oh maybe one day I can like own a bakery had I have no idea like I this was a quite a while ago but in my head I was like maybe that would be fun so I was like okay also the business program offered me you know, if I didn't want to take a business route, it allowed me to have like an admin background. So it was like, okay, I could go be a, type, a receptionist or some type of admin somewhere else. So I had two options with the business. I could pursue business or I could pursue it like an admin job. And uh, I really, after high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So that gave me like two different options, two different avenues. So that's why I ended up taking the business program. Did I ever expect to actually own a business especially a gym absolutely not like I had a broken leg in college and I was I didn't do anything I didn't do any exercise I have no idea so it's kind of been cool that I ended up taking business and now I'm like almost I think going on five and a half years of being a business owner so yeah isn't it interesting of like where our paths lead us to like I always wanted to pursue journalism and I always got told that I I would probably never land a job in journalism in in our small rural community like if I wanted to work for the newspaper I mean <laughs> would have lost that job a long time ago <laughs> right or like I had to move like to a big city or something and then that's why I ended up taking administration at the college and lo and behold interesting interestingly enough here I kind of am in a journalist job and thank goodness that I'm doing podcasting because otherwise I would fall under the bill C18 and I might be out of work <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It's right. It's right. It's crazy how it works out, right? And yeah, I would never have thought I would have owned a gym, which is crazy. So it's been so fun. And well, speaking of administration too, Laura, you actually landed a job with the county of Renfrew and started off as a receptionist. So are you still actually with the county working in administration? No. And that was so bittersweet. I loved that job so much. I was so fortunate. Uh, so I did a co-op in my business with the Algon College in the business program. I ended up doing a co-op with the township of Horton for the summer, not knowing anything about like um, government or any anything like that. So that actually helped me land a job as a receptionist at the county pretty well immediately when I got when I was finished college. It was so crazy. It was just mind blowing that you know I finished college and I got this amazing job at the county of Renfrew and. That set me up because there was a lot of places I could move within the county. So I was there for like, I'm going to say almost eight years. I'm not there anymore. I, I left that job in t- uh, 2021, but it was a really hard decision. You get so close to the people you work with. And like, I still still miss them. I worked in the public works department and I still really miss those guys. We still stay in touch. Um, but yeah, I was able to jump around a lot in there. So it was like receptionist and then I kept my contracts kept getting extended and I bounced over to Ontario Works and then Provincial Offenses and then I eventually landed full time in Public Works. Um, but oh, being a business owner and having a full time job just I wasn't possible anymore as the as the business grew. So I did have to leave that job. Uh, it was scary. And still a little bittersweet, but uh, the best decision I could have ever made for sure. Well, congratulations, because that's like the most exciting, but yes, scary part when you decide to like embark on entrepreneurship on all like full time. It's a lot, but it's like. And like, so we, we did it. I did that 
mid-COVID <laughs> as well, which is crazy. Good for you, though. Honestly, Laura, because like to be able to do that and go fully all in with your business, like that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of um, that mentality, I think, you know, just to be able to say like, okay, I'm, I'm financially secure enough. I've, I've got like a sustainable business that's going to kind of persevere. And now we've kind of made it out of like the COVID times and stuff. So many people, so many people gave me a hard time about it. People were like, you know, pension and benefits, like, what are you doing? You can't leave that job. And so in the back of my head, I was like, oh, I can't leave this job because, you know, it's, it's so, it's like a consistent paycheck and it's pension and it's benefits, but it's like, also I have like this um, business that's just sitting there and it's not getting worked on. So it's like to make that jump, but there were so many people just in the back of my head who were like, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. This isn't good for you. So that also made the decision super hard. I still see that sometimes people are still like, oh, but you don't have pension and benefits. And it's like, no, but I love my job. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it was, uh, it was hard with some, some of the feedback, some of the little chirps in the background. So. All right. So now I want to get into when you and your husband decided to open, open your fitness facility. So what was that like? Uh, luckily for me, <laughs> I, I met uh, Kevin and uh, playing hockey. So um, he was very supportive of me taking on the gym in 2018. We took it over and our choice with that was because he could train hockey players at the same time as in the gym. And then I could do like, at that point we weren't doing CrossFit. We were just we're doing like functional fitness, which is the same as CrossFit, but like legally not CrossFit. Like we have to legally pay the use of the word CrossFit in our name. Um, so at that point it was hockey and like functional fitness, but so we both worked full time at our jobs. So we just kind of took it over. We lived in Beachburg. We barely could be there. You know, we were never at home and we just went back and forth often. It was never really open because we were both working. Um, so yeah, so luckily for me, met him and he also had like an interest in, in like training people and stuff. So that worked out super well that we both were able to, um, do two separate things, but also at the same time, it's very similar. That's been like super helpful. And coming back to what I said at the start, where it's like we're Valley Apex Training Grounds. So we have like Valley Apex Training Grounds Incorporated. And then under that, we branched to VA CrossFit, which is Valley Apex CrossFit. And then uh, he does Valley Apex Skating Analysis. So we still have these two branches under our incorporation, which is great. So we work together but also we do com two completely different things which is obviously super helpful that we're not like always on top of each other right well I was gonna ask about that like what's it like working so closely with your husband where you go to work you eat drink sleep and then like literally like you're living with your partner 24 7 like how I know he's literally right beside me <laughs> well how do you not talk shop all the time Kevin <laughs> Oh, that's all we, and like, that's like the, been the hardest part is not just all like you go to supper and it's like, you talk about the business or you go on vacation and you talk about the business. That's obviously been the hardest part, but I think because we do two such separate things, uh, we don't see each other as often as you would think. Like we're not both in the gym. Like he's spent so much time on the ice now. So we we're so separated now that it's like, yeah, that's probably been the hardest part though is is doing it together um, while married, right? But it's because we both have like the same goals. We both want to have a successful business and we both want to see 
and help people become the best version of themselves. So we both have that same goal, which is super helpful. Laura, I have to tell you too, whoever is doing the branding and following along with like your branding guidelines, whether it be for colors, fonts, is that you? Is that Kevin? Do you have somebody doing that? Because I am just... Yeah, I'll give a little shout out to uh, Joel, Joel Gallagher, actually. So um, he's this, he's one of our members and he, he took marketing in school. And so it's been great because he's been able to be there and take the video and take the pictures. And then he just follows up right on our social media. But yeah, it's been it's been huge. Him taking over that has been huge for us. Honestly, he's doing such a fantastic job. That was actually such a smart business move on your and Kevin's part. Because that helps you guys really stand out and you're training, you're coaching, you are moving around. Like you don't want to be following along with a camera around with people, but also like spending all of this countless time getting all the graphics in order, doing the reels, like getting the testimonials that I just think is just so, so smart and strategic and uh, just (laughs) great of you, Laura, that you guys did that because um, outsourcing is so important and it's so like, I mean, we're living in a time right now where you need to stay relevant. You need to um, stand out on social media and you also like are really like you, you need to be able to delegate you because otherwise you're going to burn out. Yeah, so that's been the hardest part that no one prepares you for as a business owner. Like you said, well, delegating for one, that's been new to both Kevin and I. So the start of our business, like I said, we both worked full-time jobs. He ended up leaving his job before I did. One of us left first just to make sure it was stable. Um, but for like four, three and a half years of biz, the first four years, we did everything. Like So it was like posting on social media, coaching, cleaning, you know, trying to bring people in, like literally everything you can think of, Kevin and I did ourselves. So now that we're at the point where we can hire someone like Joel to to do that, it's just been, it's so crazy. I can't even think about being that good on social media. So it's like, he handles that and it's just, it's t- like a something off of my plate and Kevin's plate that we don't have to worry about. And then being able to hire people here and there to help us out, like someone to clean now, it's just, it stops the burnout because that is very true. Like um, I got really burned out at the end, like mid last year to the point where it's like, I didn't even want to train. Like I trained full time as an athlete as well. So it's like you get to the point where you're just taking on too much and you're doing too much that you just burn out. And it's, it's, it's real. And I don't think, I think people look at it as like, Oh, you own a gym. That's super fun. That's super cool. But it's also like so much work that you have to rely on other people to help with. So I think that's one thing that doesn't get talked about a lot with business owners and especially like small business owners is you're the only person and without you, your business is going to fail. So, well, especially when you don't have the time to focus on your craft and your passion, like this is what I'm passionate about. I really don't want to be sitting and answering emails and sending off invoices and filing my taxes and doing all the content creation. Like it is fun, but this is what I thrive off. This is what I want to do. And I've never actually like publicly said this, Laura, but at Christmas last year, I literally like said to my family, I don't know if I want to continue OB Boss Babes. I am so burnt out. I'm exhausted. I was like booking interviews over Christmas because I'm like, I finally have some time off. I've got some help with my kids to be able to like offload them to other people to watch them so that I don't have to like navigate around nap schedules or around playtimes. And I'm like, I am just so burnt out because I'm doing it all. And then that's when I realized that I needed to outsource and get some help. It's okay. I mean, and if you have the financial funds to be able to do so, but like, 
Also, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to say like, I'm going to take a step back for a little bit and recharge and refocus so I can get passionate again. Yeah. So that was exactly what happened to me. It's just, you take on too much. You don't take a break. You're just always in it. Not everyone gets like that. Like Kevin is great at, you know, just always working in the business and never getting burnt out. But for me, it's like, I take on other people's energies. So when you get like, when you get people like spewing stuff back on you, it just becomes so much and you do get burnt out and then your passion for something really fades. But it's, yeah, it's like outsourcing and trying to bring that passion back to life. And then it's like, you look back and you're like, wow, like I'm so glad I made those decisions to bring those people on and, and it's super helpful. Yeah, people people would be disappointed if we weren't here today. <laughs> We'd be letting a lot of people down. <laughs> right. So Laura, when you and Kevin first opened up your gym and you knew about CrossFit, what was it like educating the public, especially in a community like ours? Still really, really hard. Um, if you were to travel to the States, Europe, you're going to find CrossFit gyms literally everywhere. Like if you travel to Florida, Orlando, there's so many CrossFit affiliates within there. Right now, from North Bay to Armprior, we're the only affiliate, which is crazy. So Canada is so behind in CrossFit still. Even when I compete, you know, I go, I have to go compete in the States a lot of the times because there's not any, not like bigger competitions here. People don't know what CrossFit is. And I think a lot of it is just a misunderstanding. CrossFit used to have a really bad name where it's like, oh, everyone gets hurt doing CrossFit. CrossFit's come so far where it's like you we literally have adaptive athletes and then we have like elite athletes, but they're all, we're all competing together. And like I said, everyone can do CrossFit. So I find that stigma, especially in this smaller town is still very strong there. So for us getting it out, like you said, like you said about our social media, it's just showing that literally everyone can do CrossFit and is doing CrossFit. And I'm so passionate about wanting people to understand that. I don't care if you're 55 and want just a master's class. You can work out with 20-year-olds and you can absolutely do the same thing. It's just people have to understand that, like I said, they can literally change their life by just walking into a CrossFit gym and just moving. How many people just don't even um, sit up off their chair after eight hours in a, in a work day? It's something super simple as literally moving. You don't even have to do CrossFit. You just have to go and you know, go for a walk at night and just move. So that's like my biggest thing is just I want to reach as many people as I can. I want them to feel their best possible self and understand that they don't always have to feel crappy. You know what I mean? People can feel really good and feel really confident. Um, but back to your question about getting the word out, it's definitely the hardest part in the smaller town and within Canada, right? Like CrossFit still has a long way to go to become more popular within Canada. And I'm not sure really what the reason is at this point yet, but it's getting there. Like we're getting there. We're getting more affiliates. We're getting more like brand like companies that are coming in with CrossFit. So it's getting there. It just we still are a little behind over the states with CrossFit. So your CrossFit classes are focused on functional movements and not isolated movements. So Laura, can you kind of explain more about what that means? I might be repeating myself a little bit here, but um, that like I said, so we train for outside of the gym, right? So um, so like I said, if you were just like bending down, reaching into your cupboard, like, so uh, here's a story of, uh, Caitlin, one of my members, when she joined, uh, a few years ago, she couldn't start her ice auger in the winter. <laughs> so I remember a fast forward, like the next year, she's like messages and she's like, oh my gosh, Laura, I was able to start the ice auger, no problem. And it's just like those little things where 
that's what we train for. We train for the functionality outside of the gym as opposed to just having nice biceps. We get nice biceps from doing CrossFit, but we're not just isolating that movement. We're actually making it functional. So that's the difference where we can take our fitness and we can use it outside of the gym. Hey babes, thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of OV Boss Babes podcast. We're going to hear from our sponsors. Stick around, we'll be right back. My name is Megan Evans and I am an employee at Algonquin College's Pembroke campus. I'm also an Algonquin College alumni. Located right along the Ottawa River, this is the perfect environment for anyone to study. We have over 20 different programs to choose from, which include programs in healthcare, trades, outdoor studies, social sciences, and technology. If you are interested in learning more about why you should come study with us, visit our website at algonquincollege.com Pembroke, or book a campus tour and come check out our amazing facilities. We can't wait to help you transform your hopes and dreams into lifelong successes. Pembroke businesses have so much to offer, and now it's a great time to shop local. Pembroke has your family's well-being in mind. Start your fitness journey with a class or membership at a local gym. Book a massage or chiropractic treatment, or talk with a local mental health professional. Do you have special dietary needs? Well, we have shops for your supplies and your support. Put your health and wellness first. Find awesome new businesses on the City of Pembroke business directory at pembroke.ca. It's Victoria from View Lovely Knots, handmade macrame art with every knot tied with love. Follow me on Instagram at View Lovely Knots and on Etsy with the same handle. Check out my current designs that are available and message me for custom designs. And you're listening to the OV Boss Babes podcast. All right, Laura, next I want to talk about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and showing up because you booking a class or personal training session or even just attending an initial intro session to check out Valley Apex is the first step to beginning your fitness journey. And like I was saying, your social media is not only filled with familiar faces doing a variety of workouts, love seeing my girl Katie Hiska and Christina Fadden and Caitlin Vilecci on there, but celebrating each other's achievements and also showcasing an inclusive environment where anyone and everyone are welcomed. And I know we kind of touched on this earlier, but I do really want to get into this because I really think it's so important just how you and your team of coaches are encouraging people to get out of their comfort zone to help take their fitness to the next level. And the other thing too is that like, the results are proven. Yeah, and and that's what makes me I think the most emotional with the, my members who have been who are consistent and stay with me is how much they literally change. And I always so I also do like a little nutrition piece with some members. And you know the old stigma with with um, our bodies was you know don't eat anything and and be super skinny and no muscles. Like girls aren't supposed to have muscles, which is still a problem with some men. I still. Some men still don't like that, you know, like I'm muscular, but that like muscular is the new cool now. Like that's, that's strong. Right. So, um, so anyways, so I always try and preach, doesn't matter what the scale says. It doesn't matter. It's literally just the confidence that in the mind shift I see in people 
that's what changes their body composition. That's what changes their weight loss is if they can make that mind shift that it's not about the number on the scale anymore because you're gaining muscle mass. We're lifting a lot of weight all the time. So you're gaining muscle mass. So the number on the scale is higher than you'd like to see it, but your body composition is completely different, right? Like pants are fitting different, shirts are fitting different. You're feeling more confident. So that's been like, that's like how I really like preach to people to see themselves. Don't care what you see on the scale. It's, you know, it's how you feel and how your clothes are fitting and how strong you're getting. Like you said, everyone's getting so strong. It's, it's so cool to see, like my mom is um, almost 60. She'll hopefully not be mad at me for saying that, but you know, she was front squatting, like, I don't even know, over 125 pounds this morning. She just did her first rope climb. So it's super cool to see these like shifts as you get older, how you can still get stronger than ever. So, um, and then going back to my coaches. So how I bring on my coaches is more personality than ever, anything. So if you can make, and you have a great personality, actually, you would make a great coach. <laughs> as long as you can make people feel comfortable in the gym, it's scary. It's really scary to walk into a CrossFit gym. You walk in, people know what they're doing. They've been doing it for five years. They've been doing it for one year. They know what they're doing. They're comfortable. So all my coaches know as soon as someone new walks in the door, you go make them feel super comfortable. You make them feel included. I can teach everything else that needs to come um everything like after that but if you don't have so if you don't have that personality you just it's not going to work as a coach because I need you to make everybody feel super comfortable and that's what we do at Valley Apex everyone who walks in the door feels comfortable they feel like they're included and then it just creates that great relationship and so all my coaches um have that strong personality where you know I can go talk to like Christina McFadden is amazing with that right she makes everyone feel so included and She's got so much energy and she's like, this workout's so fun. And then everyone loves the workout because she's like, it's fun. Instead of her being like, oh, this sucks. She's, it's exciting. And so her energy feeds off of everyone else's energy. And I find it changes the way they look at the workouts, right? So absolutely. She, so she was the first coach I hired. If you saw a picture of Christina then to Christina now, for one, she looks 10 years younger she's completely changed her body composition her confidence is just through the roof right like she's just so confident and so welcoming um but yeah she she has via coach christina on instagram and which is great so i i try and encourage all my coaches to post more on instagram because people get to look up to us right like we're teaching we're changing their lives right so every day we're putting that little bit of work in every day to change their lives so they want to follow us and see what we're doing and she's perfect for that because she's someone you know, she could never do a pull-up. And and like, literally, I remember when I asked her to coach, she's like, yeah, but I can't do the movements. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, you have the perfect personality. If you keep working on it, you're going to get the movements. And now, you know, she was doing pull-ups the other day in class and she's like this so strong. It's crazy how strong she is. Um, But I love how, how much she advocates. And that's my, that's what I want my coaches to do because they're just as important as, as, what I'm doing right like I said like they're also helping change these people's lives it's not just me like they're putting in so much work plus they're working full-time jobs outside of their coaching duties right so um but yeah she's she's been super great and like I said she was my first coach I hired and she's still with me um she helped me run interviews for our new um coaching internship as well so she was great with that While we're focusing on Christina I kind of want to like pick on her a little bit because I'm not gonna lie Laura like (laughs) 
I really thought that Valley Apex was owned by Christina for the longest time because she is such an advocate and champion and cheerleader of your fitness facility. She is always on the socials, like praising, like singing your praise, encouraging everybody to come check out a class. And one of the things that I found that was really, really cool and badass of her is like when you first saw her enter the facility, starting off as a student, building her endurance, and then ultimately becoming a coach. And so like seeing her commitment to fitness and helping others achieve their fitness goals have like inspired me. And every time I see her, like now that like changing her Instagram, like to to coach Christina and, and just like really just shouting the praise from the rooftops along with your other coaches, I just think is so cool. Like that is the way that they are spreading awareness. So those are the people that are doing the best marketing word of mouth, but also by their passion. Absolutely. She, so she was the first coach I hired. Um, she started a lot of like, I don't even remember uh, 2020 let's go 2020, but she started. And if you saw a picture of Christina then to Christina now, for one, she looks 10 years younger. She's completely changed her body composition. Her confidence is just through the roof, right? Like, she's just so confident and so welcoming. Um, but, yeah, she, she has VA Coach Christina on Instagram, and which is great. So I, I try to encourage all my coaches to post more on Instagram because the people get to look up to us, right? Like, we're teaching – we're changing their lives, right? So every day we're putting that little bit of work in every day to change their lives. So they want to follow us and see what we're doing. And she's perfect for that because she's someone who started with, you know, she could never do a pull-up. And and like, literally, I remember when I asked her to coach, she's like, yeah, but I can't do the movements. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, you have the perfect personality. If you keep working on it, you're going to get the movements. And now, you know, she was doing pull-ups the other day in class and she's like so strong. It's crazy how strong she is. Um, But I love how how much she advocates and that's my that's what I want my coaches to do because they're just as important as as what I'm doing right like I said like they're also helping change these people's lives it's not just me like they're putting in so much work plus they're working full-time jobs outside of their coaching duties right so um but yeah she's she's been super great and like I said she was my first coach I hired and she's still with me um she helped me run interviews for our new um coaching internship as well so she was great with that yeah. Well, what, what does that look like? Because it's not like you're just hiring a coach. Like what, what does the internship program look like? Yeah. So before, like when I first brought Christina on, it was just me being like, I need help. Like, Will you help me? And then I did, I did that again. Alex, my other coach, Alex has this, she's just the most bubbly, nicest, comforting person you'd ever meet. So great. So I brought her on as well. And then my other coach, Rowan, same thing, just so kind, so gentle. And Rowan had more of a, of a fitness background, so I brought her on. Um, and with so that's what I did with those coaches was like, hey, I need help. Can you help me? So now I was able, I had a lot of interest in people wanting to coach. So I was like, okay, why don't I run a coaching internship program, which it consists of like, so they had to apply to it, um, just like a normal job, right? So the difference with the CrossFit coaches, it's very part-time. So it's like an hour, maybe a few hours a week. I mean, it has the opportunity to become full-time for them eventually. And I made that aware to them. But um, so it started with a, they applied, we interviewed all the applicants. They gave me references. So we ran it completely like a complete job interview. Um, still in the process of bringing all the coaches, like I'm not, I'm probably going to bring like three on out of all of them. Um, so then after this, we'll chat they're going to shadow me for a little bit 
uh, well, they get their CrossFit Level 1 certification, which is required uh, to coach at a CrossFit facility. And then they'll start to shadow me and then they'll start coaching. I'll assistant coach them and like we'll just keep progressing over probably the next six months and then they can coach on their own. Another thing we've been doing too is um, anytime we have somebody new, like so tonight, for instance, we had a, a new member in class. I had Alex with me. So I was coaching. I was the head coach. And then she spent a lot of time with the new member. So again, it makes them feel part of the class, like they're not getting separated. If they have any questions, Alex is there to change their movement pattern and everything. So that's what I want to do with my new coaches is get them more involved in class and just making sure everyone's seen and heard and um, getting corrected and, and moving properly. So that's what's consisting of the internship, which actually had great, I had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of applicants, which is great. That is good. Better than uh, when you're first asking anybody off the street, you know, do, do you like fitness? Do you want to come work with me? Do you want to come coach? Can you help me? Can you help me? <laughs> so, it's come a long way since then and we'll continue to grow, which is great. So, yeah. Laura, I also want to highlight your first ever CrossFit Games that you guys held this past June. How was that? What was the response like? Congratulations on holding such a successful event to the real. I mean, kudos over to Joel. Killed it. <laughs> he does kill it. He's really great. Uh, no, that was it. It will definitely become a yearly thing. Um, so we actually had some members, some people come up from Ottawa, Kempville, which was super cool. I really wasn't expecting that for the first one. I just wanted to put it on. Because in uh, February, we, we do the CrossFit Open, which is worldwide. Um, so uh, every affiliate across the world has whoever their athletes in their gym compete against each other. So we all compete. And then there's like different stages. And eventually the CrossFit Games is the end stage, which is the best in the world, right? So we all started the Open. And I make that like the funnest event you can imagine. Like nightclub vibe. You know, I put the spotlight on everyone. Because we have a lot of parents, right? Like they don't take the time for themselves. So now... They're in like this this lane. Everyone's cheering them on. Their kids are coming to watch them. And now it's on their eyes are on them. It's finally their moment to show their hard work in the gym. So that was so successful. I think this year we're probably gonna have close to I'd imagine hundred people do that, which will be crazy. I don't even want to think about planning that. But so I was like, okay, so let's um let's do like a fun competition this summer. Wasn't sure how the feedback would be because it's summertime, people like to be outside. Anyways, people were coming up from Ottawa, like I said, Kempville, and then a lot of our members did it. And like, that's, I was so emotional all day because I'm just seeing these members who I saw them first walk in the gym and now they're just doing stuff that they always dreamt of doing and never thought they could do. And it was so, so cool to see. So yeah, my plan is to continue to grow it. It will hopefully become part of the Water and Dirt Festival with Petawawa um, next year. That's my plan. It was supposed to be this year, but just with... Um, a few things didn't work out for timing of that. So that would be great to eventually do that. And then I'm going to have one of my coaches take over the planning for that. And then we'll bring in like bigger equipment. So like rigs and we'll bring in weights from uh, one of the companies that um, I, I work alongside with a bit. So it, it'll be cool to be able to grow that and to bring like a fitness festival to Pembroke and just showcase what we do and what CrossFit is. 
I think that's so innovative, Laura. And I'm glad that you didn't like hold back with any imposter syndrome being like, is anybody going to come? Is this even going to be like successful? And I love that you're tag teaming along with the water and dirt festival because those just kind of go hand in hand. But isn't it great to have like these kind of festivals right here in the Ottawa Valley that nobody was doing before? We are well out of our way out of the pandemic now. And, uh, and to be able to have people coming here, like back in the day, because you're, you're an Ottawa Valley local too, right? Yeah. So you grew up maybe or maybe not Fiddle Fest. Like that was our big thing here. So how cool would that be now to have like this is an annual event that people come to every year? Yeah, I think that I think that would be so cool. And and you're right. Like I at one point I was like, are people actually going to do it? Like are people intimidated to do the like a competition on their own? But then the people were coming up for Ottawa were like, oh, you know, we can't find competitions like this. Like I said, CrossFit's pretty small in Canada. So like for individual competitions, they had they drove up here and then, you know, they're staying in hotels and I'm like, oh my God, Kevin, like these people are, are staying in hotels for our competition. Like, this is so cool. So it'll be really cool to grow that. And then, like you said, like bring that into the, like the bigger festivals that are already here, like the Water and Dirt Festival. Um, we'll co- like tag team with them, which will be so fun. Well, next, I want to kind of talk about getting our kids and teens involved in fitness in a fun and safe and inclusive environment, because that's actually what you guys are doing. You guys are offering challenging workouts and games to get kids motivated and excited as they're getting active. So, Laura, how have you guys structured your fitness programs to encourage parents to bring along their little ones and their preteens and their teenagers? So, yeah, actually, we're starting a new CrossFit Teens. We're starting in September uh, when school goes back, which um, I think will be great. So Coach Quinn is going to take the lead on that. Um, So there's going to be just a class for CrossFit Teens. So, yes, we do a lot of hockey training, and and Kevin sees a lot of hockey players, but there are so many kids who don't play soccer, who don't swim, who don't literally the hockey, gymnastics, nothing. So we, I find CrossFit and what we do targets those kids so well. We have little kids who their parents are like, oh, we couldn't get them to stick to this. We couldn't get them to stick to that. And then they come in and, and CrossFit's like a little jungle gym to them, right? Like they're not lifting heavy weights. They're learning proper techniques and how, to, but they're like hanging on the bars. They're swinging on the ropes. They're swinging on the rings and they're just learning how to lift. And they're in a gym environment where they're seeing their mom or their dad in the class beside them. Like, so we run it kids on one side, adults on the other side um, at night. So tonight, for example, I think there was five or six of my adult members in CrossFit who had brought their kids, maybe even more. So pretty well, the five o'clock last night was the parents and then the kids working out. So it's like you can bring your kid. You're both working out. You're not sitting in the car waiting right now, right? Like you're actually getting, you're both getting exercise. So that's been, I think that's been like the most popular thing. And you're seeing that a lot in CrossFit where parents are, are able to bring their kid and they're working out while they're working out. And then- you're just making one trip into town, making one trip into the gym. You're both getting your exercise. And I find that's been the most successful, that one class where the parent and kid can work out together. It's so cool. And then they're seeing their mom, you know, lift all this weight and, and they're idolizing what, what's going on, right? It's, it's pretty cool to see. I love that. Honestly, I wish that like that was back in the day too. And I'm so glad that we're moving forward and in making sure that our kids are included. And there really is no excuse for us to get our butt moving. And especially when there's environments like that where our kids can be involved and we can bring them along for the ride. And then everyone's staying healthy, everyone's moving, and everyone's trying something different. And you're doing it together. Yeah, doing it together. It's it's so cool. And like it's yeah, it's really inspiring to see because a lot of a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. And 
like that's like a huge thing I hear but at least this way it's like okay you have no excuse now you can bring your your kid with you and you can work out together <laughs> and you can do it together and it's um yeah so that's been the coolest part with seeing that is is how they both grow together and uh I find the kids too are like once you the kids learn it they never lose it like we have one uh little girl Olivia she like thinks the world of me and just because she's seen me for she sees me work out while she's working out and, and she's seen me for the last few years but like she'll have every movement she can walk on her hands already so if she never stops walking on her hands she'll have that she'll have her pull-ups forever she'll always know how to squat like if you look at your little ones right now they can hold a squat so nice and so low feet flat heels aren't up but then if you you try it you can barely even squat down or your heels come up or you're so stiff and, and tight so as kids, if they can progress and never stop doing that, they just have this power to become so strong and, and uh, like injury free ultimately at the end of the day, because they move so well. So it's like, that's the coolest part. That's something I wish I would have done as a kid. I think I was too lazy as a kid. I wasn't interested in that, but it's cool to watch the kids and hopefully they'll progress forever and they'll just never have to learn anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, Laura, I have another question for you, a hard hitting one. How do you, how do you stay motivated and on track without falling off the bandwagon, which maybe it's a little easier for you because you kind of are already being held accountable because you've got those classes that you're teaching. You have to show up. I mean, you own a, you own a fitness facility for goodness sake. So, I mean, it's a little hard, but you, you're human. You have those days where you're like, I don't want to get out of bed or maybe I had a little bit too much wine last night. Like, you know, you're just like, I don't feel like doing it, but how do you stay motivated? Yeah, I think that's like the biggest misconception my members put on of me is that I'm also very, very human. And I have moments where I'm like, I do not want to work out today. I do not want to work out this month. Like I am injured or, you know, um, I ate so much candy last night or whatever, you know, like I make mistakes just as much as they do. It all comes back to consistency. It's because I'm consistent, right? Like if I maybe take a two or three days off, I don't unlike, and I just do whatever. It's like, okay, I get myself back on track. And that's what I always try and preach. But um, I find it's because uh, I compete in CrossFit. So I took it CrossFit as my sport now, um, which like there's a very small fraction of, of athletes that do that. Like, I think there's like 0.1% of us in the whole CrossFit community worldwide that actually compete at higher levels. So for me, like my goal is to make it to the CrossFit Games um so in order for me to continue that I know I have to put in all the hours every day because that's my goal right so it also um I, I can help my members so I have members who want to learn how to muscle up but then they get to that point and I'm able to show them that because I can do that so I find that keeps me motivated my members keep me very motivated so even I competed uh in the CrossFit quarterfinals this year um again so it's like the open and then the quarterfinals top five percent in North America go on so um, I had so many people come and watch me. It was actually mind-boggling. Like, why do people want to come watch you work out? But the one day, like, there was just, like, I don't even know, 25, 30 people just showing up to watch me because it was online. It's an online competition, so we have to send our video in. And I was like, this is so crazy how they can look up to me, but I'm just their coach. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Take that word out, just. You're not just their coach. You're not just their coach, Laura. Right? Right? <laughs> I know. And 
that's been like the craziest thing to me is it's yeah it's like they're able to look up to me and yeah that's been like the hardest thing for me but that's what keeps me motivated is they keep me motivated and and you know they can I was them once as well right so they can become whatever they want to be and I can and I can prove that so that's that's been my hardest thing but they're the ones who keep me motivated to show up every day all right, well, let's keep this relatability train going here a little bit, Laura. So when, when you're not working out, when you're not training, where can we find you? What are you doing? What are, you, what are your other hobbies and passions? Oh, I actually asked Kevin this today. I'm like, can you tell me what my hobby is? <laughs> it's really bad. I don't have a hobby. Napping. Napping. Like, it's bad. My dog, my dog is my life, so we just cuddle a lot. Like, we'll just nap. I the gym is honestly my life it's it's what i love to do i spend like five to six hours training most days and then yeah like it's i don't honestly have a hobby it's really bad it probably should get one but training is my hobby you know what though at least you're in the right field you're passionate about it that's what you enjoy you've got kevin i'm sure he's part of your hobby i mean my husband i've asked him the same thing i'm like what what are your hobbies what do you like to do he's like you and the kids i'm like all right well I'm alright with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have kids, so I I, I can nap. <laughs> and napping, I mean, oh gosh, I'll I'll trade you some naps any day. I'll take some of those. I'll take those off your hands. Now, Laura, owning a fitness business can be expensive and a challenging route from finding that perfect facility that is large enough of a space, purchasing the equipment, maintenance, and the constant repairs that happen, and advertising to fill those class spots. So I'm super curious as I always am with every business, did you seek out any business funding opportunities or did you apply for any grants or did you and Kevin look for any other ways to invest and help grow your business? Honestly, I wish we could say yes. I could say yes to that. No, because we both worked full time when we started the business. So it was such a small business. Like we weren't bringing in a lot of money. You know, it wasn't very big. So we were both working full time. Um, so that's the only thing that kept us going. And then we were able to continue to invest a little bit more because we both had those full-time jobs. Right. So we were able to keep investing. Um, yeah, no, we didn't get, we didn't take any grants. It also didn't help that I worked for the County and some of the stuff was a conflict of interest. I wasn't able to apply for, which I understood at that time. That was fine. But, uh, the coolest thing we just did, uh, in January was move into our new space. So we were in just like almost like a closet sized gym. It was so small. Looking back, I don't even know how we did it. Like we had like eight person classes, waitlisted at eight people. Now it's like, you know, tonight I had like 23 in the class, which is manageable, right? I have an assistant coach with me and we have the space. Like it's like quadruple the size we have. Uh, and that's honestly just been done from just the support of our members that just continue to show up every month. And uh, like, especially in this, in this town, word of mouth is huge for us. So it's like, okay, so my friend comes, I'm going to be my friend or a lot of family members come and it's just bringing in as people see change in themselves, it inspires others to keep coming in. Um, so that's been the biggest help for us is just to continue that. And then because we have such separate businesses, we have the CrossFit and then the hockey, they help each other out. Right. So the hockey side helps out the CrossFit side. And we were able to continue slowly, slowly, slowly growing. And our goal is to continue to to grow and to make Valley Apex like bigger and, and you know, potentially maybe more locations and continue to, to get the word out and to help people get into fitness and, and be healthy. So, um, yeah, just honestly, just the consistency was the best thing for us. 
Laura, your story is so inspiring. Honestly, I've been following along for so long, and I think that one of the biggest and most important things to remember is that even though even though you and I have like never really connected or anything, like I'm always watching, and there are so many other bystanders that are watching and cheering you guys on from the side from the sidelines, liking your posts, commenting, even if they're not always like communicating and sliding in the DMs or even showing up for classes. They're cheering you guys on. And so you guys are doing some really great work. The fact that you guys invested your own hard money, your own dollars into your business to make it grow and, and get to the place of where it is today and then to continue, that is so inspiring. I think that's so cool. Mad respect for you guys to be able to do that. Um, and just like just creating the community that you guys have built. You guys seem to be really on the right track in business. And it really, I think, was beneficial for you taking that that business program as well in Algonquin College because who knows where you where you guys would be today and uh, maybe I mean selling cake maybe would maybe you would have had a successful bakery business out of your home you never know but I'm glad you're here yeah I probably wouldn't be as fit <laughs> yeah I know it's uh the biggest thing yeah like that's the biggest thing is uh to like I taking that leap and then just like trusting your abilities and I think that's where a lot of people um, won't go into business because they don't trust themselves or they, or they don't have, um, they're just like, Oh, I couldn't invest all that money into, into that equipment. And it's like, but that's how you, you grow and that's how you can keep people happy. And, and when there's, you know, there's new equipment, it's exciting for people, right? It's exciting to see more equipment come in and it's newer. And, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of, it's like scary for so many people, but for us, it's like, it's been the best decision to make that. And, and like Pembroke, especially like the Valley needs the needs fitness. Like that's like the huge, the biggest thing in this area is there's so many people who do nothing. So, like I said, even if they can, we can motivate one person to just like, we're doing a burpee challenge right now. We have people who aren't even members doing the burpee challenge with us. And it's just to motivate them to even do one burpee a day. Like, it's just, just those small little things that we can like branch out and, and try and help people get into their into their health right it's it's the only thing we have is our health and I don't think enough people um focus on that so who's one local boss babe that inspires you that you think everyone should know about I did write them down but I am going to start with two men and then I will bring a, a boss babe in but because uh, it takes a team. So like I said, like I compete in CrossFit. So it does take a team to help me, uh, you know, just be like in top shape for when I compete. So Dr. Drew Martineau, he's up at VC Athletics. He's a chiropractor up there. Uh, he works with me one-on-one -on -one so, so much. He's helped me so much with my injuries. Um, and uh, he's actually a member at the gym too. So he's been great. And then I, I work um, meditation with Justin Bois. He owns Direct Path Meditation and Energy Work. And you can find them both on Instagram using those names. Um, he helped me, like I said, with burnout last year. I, su I suffered a lot of burnout, a lot of like anxiety with competition and not thinking I was good enough to be like a lot of imposter syndrome. Um, so uh, he helped me a lot with that and just teaching me breathing and healing and being able to naturally heal myself and, and, be mentally stronger when I get out on the competition floor and in front of people, right, all the time. So those two guys. And then um, Sarah from Evernew. She's so great. Um, we work alongside her for little events, and we'll continue that. But uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Hazel Smith. She's a virtual assistant. Um, she worked for us a little bit at the start of the year when she moved, and then she started her virtual assistant job. And I just – she took – like, I know it took a big – leap going into that business and she was super worried about that but 
I'm just cheering her on all the time. She's doing such great work for her virtual assistant business. These are such great shout outs, Laura. Oh my gosh. I love that. Like you're looking at your village too. Cause I mean, it does take that in terms of like burnout and energy healing as well as like your body. So like the physical aspect of it with, um, with rehabilitation at, at Evernew and like you and I were saying off the, off the pod, like taking advantage of, of Sarah's new float tank. And then also like seeing your chiropractor and all the benefits that that offers. Like there's just so many people that help contribute to your success regardless of what that looks like. I mean, in all different capacities, but I just love that. And I love your success story. And Kevin, I know you're listening. I know you're over there. Thank you for allowing Laura to be a part of, uh, of OB Boss Babes to share your uh, your collective story together. And this has just been so fun and so long overdue, Laura. I've been waiting for this moment to connect with you. And uh, like I said, you inspire me, you and your team, I should say, inspire me every day. So you guys have to keep up the great work because uh, you're doing you're doing it. You're making moves, girl. You're making moves. We're doing it. And hopefully we're going to make more moves as uh, in the next few years. So, yeah. So I appreciate you having me on. And, yeah, it, it does take a village. I have all my coaches, my team with me, and I could literally not do it any of this without them. So just want to give them all a little, a little thank you for that. And thank you for having me on today. Of course. And Laura, before we wrap it up too, tell everybody where they can follow you guys on the socials to check out Valley Apex, do a little walk around, maybe take a CrossFit class and uh, and see what you guys are all about. Yeah. So you can find uh, us on uh, Instagram. We post a lot. We post Instagram and Facebook, but you can see a lot more on Instagram, uh, Valley Apex Training Grounds. Insta- uh, Facebook is the exact same Valley Apex Training Grounds. Uh, and then I have my pages is a business page as well, an athlete page. It's Laura McKinnon. Um, you can find those on social media. And then our website is valleyapex.com. And there you can just inquire about booking your free session. And like I said earlier in the podcast, um, your free session will come with, you'll have a coach with you to help you out. So it literally, if you've never worked out in your entire life, doesn't matter there's someone that's going to be there to help you and you're not just going to walk in and be lost like there's going to be someone there to help you like I said we want the best for people so uh, anyone can join and they can find that on the website Babes, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of OB Boss Babes Podcast. If you guys like this episode, be sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or on Spotify. And you can now even be a part of the conversation on Spotify. So let us know in the comments about what you thought about our episode with Laura McKinnon. We'll be back again on Monday. So be sure to stay tuned and follow along on OB Boss Babes on the socials so that you get to see who will be featured next. <laughs>